What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Sunday Leagues Investors Channel. Today, we have a really special guest. Um, this this guy, he's probably the most famous out of all of us. Uh, he was featured on eBay, featured on LAD Bible, Dubai Eye 103.8. You, Joe, JoJo 8JMS, that's what people know you as. Um, welcome to the show, man. You are, you know, if you guys don't know him, he, he, he started his business at 12 years old. Um, on eBay, and now uh, he's been getting a lot of publicity. You've been getting a lot of publicity because you sold over fifty thousand dollars or fifty thousand euros or pounds. Is it pounds or pounds? Pounds. pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pounds yeah. on eBay. Regardless, of whatever it is, it is a lot. Um, but yeah, you want to say a quick uh, hi, Joe? Yeah. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, this is an, this is a real pleasure, and uh, I can't wait to talk to you. <laughs> sweet, sweet. You're great. Yeah, man. How are you doing? How are you doing over there? I know you're telling me you're there's a, there's you guys got back into lockdown and everything, but how are you feeling right now? Yeah, yeah, it's good. I mean, to be fair, the the one positive of lockdown is it's, it's a good excuse to uh, do more soccer cards, do more <laughs> Pokemon cards, because like, I can't really get a job. I can't really be doing things sort of outside. So the only thing I've got to do is sit on eBay, start researching, start selling cards from my uh, from my room, stuff like that. Right, right. Yeah, and basically, yeah. I was looking through like your store. I know we talked a little bit for a while, um, and yeah. I was looking through what you collected. So you don't even just do soccer cards. You actually do Pokemon cards as well. No, no, I actually do a lot a lot more than my instagram shows so i have on my ebay page right now i have, do you know doctor who it's yes a, it's, yeah yeah so I, I that's a big one for me because that's a permanent sort of steady income flow which is a bit more steady than soccer and pokemon but i also do pokemon i do soccer and then i do uh, other random toy lines as well here okay and there. can you explain yeah. to the people out there about uh, you said doctor who right yeah yeah that's why I, I, I assumed yeah. that i was like okay yeah you want to explain it outside yeah. to the audience what that is yeah, yeah. So I don't think anyone, not many people know this. So it's like a, it's like a sci-fi show. It, it's produced by the BBC, which is uh, in the, well, I'm from the UK and that's our main uh, broadcasting corporation. And it was really popular and it's been sold worldwide. And there was cards uh, produced in the early, uh, sorry, late 2010s, which were really, really, really popular. And uh, that's something where basically I own the market, basically in that in that area. <laughs> nice. So yeah, I I have like most of the I have like ninety percent of the market uh, listed on my eBay page, and that's where I sort of built up my um, sort of commercial awareness a bit. And now, and now I'm really enjoying sort of the more exciting areas of the business, which is definitely Pokemon and soccer. Gotcha, gotcha. So so basically, yeah. you had your jump start from Doctor Who, like that's what you're saying. Um, yeah. Well, no, actually, no, no. My my jump my my jump like my original jump start was Match Tax. Oh, really? Way, well, way back in the day. Because I started when I was like 12, 13. And back then, um, eBay was like not as well known as it is now. And right. uh, match tax were, they, they weren't flooded. They, they weren't like flooding the whole market like they are now. So there wasn't actually that many people selling them. So I, I could, um, as a 13-year-old kid, I was collecting them in the playground. So I just ended up selling my doubles instead of just leaving them in the cupboard. And that's how I basically started match tax. So you're telling me, you're telling the crowd out here that you could, you yeah. made money through match attacks. Yeah, I think it's a lot harder now, and I <laughs> yeah, stopped, definitely, back, definitely. Back in the day, <laughs> back in the day, I was selling like match attacks for a few pounds each, and I was selling them in like hundreds of them. And uh, at that age, to make that sort of money was a uh, was massive. That's hilarious. So that, it's just yeah. crazy. It's just crazy how like you know, there's always opportunities in something. You know that. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the and, big and thing. Think, Go ahead. Yeah, I think match attacks as well. Um, uh, I, uh, I this might be biased because I, I like them, but I think they, uh, there's still potential in match tax, and I think there will be future potential. 
let's talk about it. let's yeah. i mean um, yeah, let's talk about because i think that's it's a very interesting topic you know on our channel we don't really tell people to go hey get match attacks that we kind of just tell people to stray away but i do there are also little nuances that i also like to look into you know like yeah. kai havertz is a player his only card is the match attacks you know yeah i did a post on kai i'm the kai havertz match attacks and oh, there's a okay. and son son's a true rookie to match attacks as well exactly and uh i think i think uh there's, there's a combination of different factors which might which might make match attacks a bit more exciting in the future so firstly a lot of players have their true rookies as match attacks cards right and secondly they are a staple part of especially british culture and maybe a little bit of germany as well where they've got bundesliga but um a player that i i think is really exciting is, is mane he's true rookies to match tax card it's a right. 2014 southampton card um and there's nothing else from that year and uh, you can buy that card for a pound. And I think there's absolutely no way that card will still be worth a pound, even if it, it might be a long term, might be five years, but there's no way that card stays a pound because there will be collectors out there who will only collect the true rookies, which is the, you know, the actual earliest card. Not, no, there will, there'll be collectors who aren't concerned about the rookie logo or the first premium product. They will literally want the first card. And, I, and I, back in the day, and uh, when there was, people were slowly starting to learn about rookies in soccer, People only really cared about the the true true stock first rookie, and that didn't didn't really matter what product it was. And so I think there's potential there. Yeah, I completely agree. You know, there's a niche I would say for sure. There's collectors that say, yeah. "Hey, I want that true rookie." Like that first yeah. one, like that. Even the U12 stickers. Like I kind of poke fun of some of the followers out here um, that you yeah. know to collect that. But no, that that's a niche. That's the market. So it's it not is. like. And, uh, go ahead. Sorry, no, you, you finish. Oh, okay, no. So I was gonna say basically. You know, because there's a market, it doesn't necessarily say, hey, you're going to get that big Pele money, right? But mm. there is value, right? You're saying, you basically you said Saudi money, one pound, you could definitely sell that for way more. And I think another problem with match attacks, I would say, is there's not that many graded, right? So it's not, it's kind of hard to follow. It's kind of hard to follow the price because, you know, graded cards are the best way to do data points on. I was literally about to say that. Oh, okay. I, there's no, there's a, there's definitely the potential if you were to buy 50 Mane's for a pound each and grade all 50, even if you got, let's say five or 10 tens, there's no way that, that, that you're not going to make a profit on those. Yeah. hundred percent. So, you know, I think even, this even is, now, yeah, even now, let alone in five years time. Uh, yeah. Like, honestly, if you get like a Saudi Mane, um, just, I'm reducing Saudi Mane for now, but his, his yeah. match attacks, you get for one pound, you grade it for $12, right. Or $16, yeah. whatever it is. I'm pretty sure, and you get PSA 10, assuming you get PSA 10, you probably could get fetch $100, at least. At least, at least. And that same goes for Harry Kane, possibly, yep. maybe even Jack Grealish, who've all got their true rookies as match tags. And then we get onto the more one, ones, which we've got more attention, like Havertz, Son. Uh, I think Trent is a bit expensive as well now. Yeah, it's a little um, bit. Raheem Sterling? He, well, it's adrenaline. Right. That's a adrenaline. adrenaline. But it's the same sort of principle. Yeah, I've actually got one of those at PSA right now. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I again, I bought it, bought it for a pound. Right. So I was like, at the time, Sterling was obviously on fire. So I'd be interested to see. I'll, I'll probably will sell that. So it'll be interesting to see how much that goes for when it gets back, if it gets a good grade. I mean, just wait for Euros. You know, if you yeah, fancy exactly. England's chances. <laughs> yeah, but they, they are also they are also harder to grade than than your than your standard premium car as well. Um, from from my experience, uh, it's quite clear to see that the newer products are easier to grade on, as a general rule of thumb. I know there are exceptions to the rule. Whereas with match tax, obviously you get people who collected them to fill their binders, but no one no one could con, con, like could 
even imagine that they'd be putting these things at sending them to PSA when they were collecting them. So there's um and they were only really produced in the UK. Yeah. So I think I think that there there is potential there. And now that we're seeing that we saw the match tax chrome, the uh, the match tax fire cars as well, those will bring attention from not just the UK as well, but from also from the US and uh, other places. Um I think tops are actually Behind, I, I don't know this obviously personally, but I think behind the scenes they are putting a lot of effort into match taxes, and you can tell from the, the evolution of the designs as well. Yeah, it's definitely, they're putting effort for sure. It's not like yeah. they're just putting I out agree. there just because. You know, I, I'm glad you actually mentioned those new releases, like the t- match attacks tops chrome, the match attacks. I think they had the Tyson yeah. Beck uh, designs. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're actually yeah. trying. So that means I'm pretty sure they have to have somebody in the know that says, "Hey." There is demand, so it can't be like, hey, let's just, yeah. you know, for as collectors, investors, you cannot just discount match attacks just because they've been historically um, low price. Yeah, and now that now that it's looking like Panini will have the the sort of the, the first foot in the door when it comes to Prism, because I think that will be the be king for soccer. Um, tops might might be might be sitting in their in their meeting rooms, being like, well, what's our niche? And their niche is that every single kid in the whole of the UK and places outside of the UK knows what a match tax card is. So if they can um, leverage those and make them not just um, like uh, fun to open, but also collectible, then who knows where we where we go with those? You know, that it's just so it's interesting that we're here, we're talking about this topic. You know, I, I think what the biggest thing is yeah. making sure that kids like they're 10 years old you know you're still a kid technically but like yeah. 10, 10 to 12 years old eight years old um you know, they need to be able to get products you know that's how, where it yeah. starts like and you can't expect them to be getting yeah. tops chrome like you know like that's a premium product yeah, exactly. but having a match attacks when they're growing up with them when they have money they're gonna they might use it as nostalgia that these are like really far off things to think about and that's something that i always think about a lot and i just haven't really had anybody really talk to about this <laughs> Because, you know, yeah. who gives a damn yeah, about well, Match Attacks, well, right? We've seen this year that they put... Yeah, but it's true, though. We've seen with this year they put um, autographs in certain Match Attacks packs. Can you mm, imagine as an eight-year-old right. if you put out a, a, Harland, a Harland autograph card in the playground? I mean, that is that is insane. And, and obviously, these players are not signing millions of stickers. They're, they're only going to be signing a few. So the fact that Tops are allocating some of those towards Match Attacks suggests that they do feel that there's um, something to be had there. And I agree, because... Uh, for me, I think the, the nostalgia is definitely going to be a key component of uh, the market. And we've seen that in Pokemon, and we've, and we've seen that. I, I, you probably say we've seen that elsewhere as well. Yeah. So I think uh, if they can utilize that, then we could uh, we could see match tax really take off. Not 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 like you say to the to the prices of um, Prism or or um, Pele, vintage like Pele you know, or yeah, Mar- Maradona. Yeah. But but still to a point where it's accessible to collectors, but also profitable. Yeah. Yeah, that's I man. I, this is such a great conversation because um, we haven't really touched <laughs> up on this at all, and uh, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's one thing for people to they're collecting and investing. That's one niche that mm. you can make money on. I mean, just gotta be creative, right? You just gotta be creative. Um, yeah. And the yeah. the thing that you do that backs you up is that most match attacks, like you said, Joe, is a true rookie, and because of that, you're actually pretty protected if you really think about it. Especially yeah. if you don't buy it for you like are. crazy money. Yeah, if it, if it, if it, even if you're buying, so for example, Jordan Henderson, um, I bought his for a pound. He's Liverpool captain. He's, he's captain to a Champions League, Premier League, and he's captain as in the Euros. I, I assume if he if he um, if he if England were to win the Euros, then Henderson's true captain of England, captain of England to won the Euros, captain of Liverpool won the Champions League. That 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 cannot stay at one pound. 
So even if it only goes ten pounds, then you, you buy fifty of those. That's that's five hundred quid. Exactly. Yeah, and and that's I think that's a really good point. You know, and that kind of brings me to another point, right? Like another question yeah, I yeah. like to have is. You know, we're starting to have a lot of kids coming on and starting to look into getting into the hobby, right? You know, mm-hmm. you start at age 12. Uh, I think you're 19 mm-hmm. now, right? Yeah. 19? 19, yeah. So what would yeah. you say, what would your advice be, you know, if I was like a 12-year-old, 13-year-old thinking about trying to sell some stuff on eBay? Because I've actually gotten emails or DMs from kids that ask, you know, what can they do? And, you know, what we focus on is mostly vintage premium products, right? And it just seems like yeah. you found a way to make it work. So what would you, yeah. what would you give the advice to um, the kids out there? I would say, um, utilize your age. You're, you're, you're what? You're, you're anywhere between 10 and 15. You're, uh, you don't exactly have a lot of financial burden. You don't have to pay bills. You don't have to um, feed a family. You, you are, your money will be pretty protected in the bubble so if you allocate let's say 10 pound a week to uh, buying sports cars then a lot of people would say well you spend that 10 pounds on a rookie prism or rookie chrome and that might be a good decision but um like we've said uh there is money to be made in places where people aren't looking because then you will have like um what, what i really value is leverage of other people yes and uh i think therefore my my tip would be to be creative and and use use what you know to your advantage because you might think that the fact that you don't know much about chrome or prism is a disadvantage but it will likely mean that you know more about something else whether that be match tax adrenaline or even um premier league stickers so we've just had a new premier league sticker album released in the uk yes, and all. some of the some of the stickers look really really nice so um even even with that i think uh, it's important to remember that that we, we actually mentioned this before we started that um, this hobby is inclusive and that everyone can um, have have their foot in the door in some respect or another. And I think if you find that if you find that need by being creative, then um, it really is sort of like uh, uh, you can fulfill your potential. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Yeah, I, I always just tell you know the young guys you don't have to try to chase that five thousand dollar 1920s yeah. card you know or yeah. sticker right yeah like you that, can still... that's how i started yeah I, I bought i bought um you know 20 match tax sold them for pound each that's 20 pounds i doubled that i doubled that i doubled that and i think that that's what anyone can do because i'm i'm not i'm not um sort of like some sort of genius i'm just news what i knew which was that i knew every single match tax card i knew like what what ones were rare what ones weren't and I obviously priced them accordingly. And anyone my age or younger could definitely do that as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was actually looking through your store, and um, one things I've seen was like, you know, it wasn't like you were selling like a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars consistently. It was more of those micro wins where it was like ten, fifteen dollars, yeah. you know. And that's what matters, right? Yeah, my my model is um, to have um, permanent, stable income streams, which mm. are much smaller, and then I can allocate some of that that, that those profits to the more risky. Um, big buck items which aren't going to be as permanent so obviously i've got i've got about um 70 cards of psa right now Ooh. and that money that yeah that that's from that that's from um profits from things that have actually no relation to those things that are psa now but the fact that i can diversify across those different areas means that i have the capital really to spend on pieces of cardboard yeah, yeah, and you know it's really funny. You're talking about how you're when you you build up your capital where you take more risk. Um, one one of the things I listened to was how you use your student loans to buy a Pokemon box for a, a eighteen hundred dollars, oh, yeah. and then you sold it for yeah. twenty six hundred dollars. Can, can, can you yeah. talk to us about that real quick? Can you give a little context about um, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, 
back when I was like really early in, so obviously Pokemon's boom this year. I, I'm sure you know Pokemon's boom this year as well. Yep. Um, back right at the start of the boom, um, I think it was quite obvious to a lot of people that there was a boom coming because of all these people getting into the hobby really quickly for, for, at the same time. And so that that coincided with when my term three was cancelled um, because of coronavirus. So I had this student loan allocated by, by the government to me for that year, um, and, um, for that term, sorry. And I was like, well, this money is not going towards my university anymore because I'm at home. Um, so I was like, well, why not? Uh, why not sort of like walk the walk as opposed to just talking the talk and actually <laughs> spend that money in, in one go? And, and I and I found I found an opportunity to buy a um, for people who know Pokemon a Supreme Victors booster box for uh, one thousand eight hundred off on Instagram, and I flipped it within a week for twenty six hundred. And actually, it's now at like three three I don't think three thousand maybe a little bit bit higher. Nice, nice. So um, and that that wasn't particularly sort of um, you know like creative or clever. That was just being able to know what you're buying and. Uh, and for me, eight hundred—I know mine's fees. Eight hundred bucks um, was unreal because that—that meant I could—I had that financial freedom yeah. thing by um, Eto Mundi Chromos, Messi Prisons, whatever. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, yeah. eight hundred dollars. If I, you know, when I was in college, I mean, I'll be able to feed a, a village, to be honest. <laughs> like, like <laughs> yeah. I'll fill, yeah. I'll fill, feed my whole entire dorm dorm uh, mates and everything like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually it's actually a combination of my loan and my like savings. Okay, gotcha, it was, gotcha. It, it was actually, to, to be fair to me, like, thank God I knew what I was doing because I could have literally just literally gone, yeah. gone from from two thousand pounds to zero pound in my bank account in one. So I, I probably wouldn't advise yeah, uh, going going big or going home. I was just yeah, just want to put it out there. If you have two thousand pounds in savings and loans, do not just spend it at once unless you're absolutely like one thousand percent. Uh, confident you're going to get it back yeah i, I, I don't recommend using your loans to yeah, do it i, I just thought it was a funny either. story because it was just like it was super random because uh it was just i was like wow you can use your loan that's pretty ballsy uh, but it's yeah, better it's yeah, better than I what most people to... do though you know most people actually just use it to go drink you know and um, yeah, yeah nothing wrong well, with that yeah, either well, no 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 I, I uh yeah i said this i mentioned this yesterday there's um there is a balance to be struck between so like i, I shouldn't be sacrificing going out with my mates to have a, a drink at the pub by buying a, a card i should be able to do both yes so it's important to make sure that you, you budget because it's it's not if it's, it's not fair on yourself to, to to take away from those life experiences at university by spending money on card obviously there are cards that you want but you can't buy every single card in the world so you have to buy the cards that will mean that you get equal quality of life outside of your training card hobby or whatever as well yeah you know one of the questions i've gotten before um on a, and it was a, on an Instagram live. I forgot what he does, but it was a really interesting question. He just asked me simply, Hey, um, how do you balance time when you go buy cards and your job and whatever? And mm. I was, I got really confused. I was just like, what do you mean? Like, I don't see mm. it where I allocate time. It's just, it's just a lifestyle, you know? Yeah. And I think that's really important. Like, you know, um, if you know, talk, if you guys talk about, uh, if you guys, everybody knows, um, Neom MP sports cards. Yeah. Um, you know, he he took he took some time off to go party and that's great and that's what I think what most kids and students should do live that yeah, live yeah. that life don't don't get don't be don't put too much pressure on yourself on investing because I think that's what happens sometimes um, yeah. when you put too much pressure on yourself especially as a young yeah. young age and I, I, I've uh, I'm not I'm not perfect I've done that as well but um, obviously with time I've learned that you should you should keep your your business or your investing in a bubble and you shouldn't let you shouldn't take out that bubble you shouldn't really create that bubble or put in it you should leave that bubble as it is so you don't pop it that's quite a good metaphor i think so you, you leave that bubble untouched and then you, this rest of your spending money is to go party like neam did and i it would it would really upset me if, if if my mates asked me to go to the pub and i'd be like sorry i can't go i can't afford it because my money's tied up tied up a psa <laughs> i think i think i think i think that's 
that that's a dangerous game to play because you need to it's it's not it's not black or white you need to um you know mix and match between all of them yeah yeah and, and i don't know neam if i was allowed to say that but yeah <laughs> like, yeah we all know you're a college student so you're yeah. having fun but, but yeah so yeah. That, it's great it's it's good um it, that was good that's good that you talk about that yeah one one thing i wanted to ask you um just kind of like a fun question i kind of not stealing for it but sports cards uk he's a great guy daniel keen um you guys don't follow yeah. him check him out he does a lot of breaks and everything and he i was actually on his podcast a while back and he actually asked a really cool question he asked um, and i want to ask you which mm. card would you get um it has been soccer okay if money yeah. was no issue right what and why Oh, I, I could be boring here, so I try and be a bit more interesting. Than yeah, let's be a little. Saying Messi or Ronaldo. I, okay. I, I, feel, I feel like I can't say Messi. I can't feel like I can't say Messi or Ronaldo because like, that's cheating. No, no, okay. Why don't you say that and let's have a fun one? How about that? Okay, yeah. So if I had unlimited money, my my first port of call would be a, a Messi May crack. Okay, over they're, over they're, Ronaldo, they're, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but no that, 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 that's personal preference. Please don't hate me on that. <laughs> Just because I prefer watching Messi. That's no, nothing to do with right, right, right. quality. Um, I think oh, if I had unlimited money. Uh, can I buy multiples of the same card? Um, sure. Yeah, why not? No, actually, um, it has I, to be one card. Sorry, it has to be one card. Just one card. Okay. Oh, this is tough. I know. I, I'm putting you on the spot right now. Do you know what card I do like? Well, okay, I'm going to try to be a bit different. Other than a, other than maybe Pele Pele rookie, I would quite like to buy a, a numbered um, if they exist. I don't know if they do actually, or a an autograph of Pele from the 2014 Prism set. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. I think I, that 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 card. I mean, I I, I could have said um, some boring cards, so I, I I've that's probably not my best answer, but 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 um that that set is iconic, and I know it. I know it, that's hard to and that might sound be hard to think of given how much it's kind of crashed, but that set will remain iconic in my opinion. Especially with Americans, and you had the, the Messi and the Ronaldo cards from that set, but the the, the legend subset, especially some of the autograph cards, there's some un, the check is just insane. Yeah, and obviously Pele Pele is the the creme de la creme of all those legends, and so to have a a PSA ten, let's say, um, autograph Pele card from that set, I think it will be really special. Yeah, I yeah, I love the 2014 Prism card. I mean, I I love them. Yeah. The same the same question I got from um, Daniel. He actually I actually said I wanted the a PSA 10 Messi Ronaldo silver matchup card. That's something. Oh, that's that's a that's a shout. That is that that is that yeah. is an iconic card, and I, and I'm dying to find one of those too. But but yeah, that, yeah. I, I think a Pele 2014 Prism would be really cool. You know, it's crazy. Like I remember seeing them for like pennies, and I remember that the, when yeah. when the market was going up. That was an opportunity right there for people to unload. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, at the time, I was um, obviously I got caught in the hype as well. I was looking at Messi and Ronaldo, and I actually didn't look at some of the other cards in that set. I mean, I didn't even know about the is it Kobe, Kobe Bryant autograph in that? Yo, set well. the Kobe Bryant card is that sick. card. It, that I mean, actually, to say that's probably that's like my second choice. That card's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That, if you guys don't know, it's a 2014 Prism Kobe Bryant, and it's an auto. Yeah. Is an autograph. There's a yeah. few. There's been a few that jumped up on eBay recently, uh, and, but yeah, it, it is a, such a hard card to get. But yeah, yeah, I think that card signifies where um, uh, soccer could go, isn't it? It becomes a, a part of the, the subculture that culture. Um, yeah, it's part. Yeah, part of card culture. 
Yeah, and just give another shout for people if you guys are looking for like another subculture card that we love as well is like the Michael Jordan Upper Deck one, the 1994 set. Yeah, that's a cool oh, set yeah. too. Like he's like dunking a soccer ball. Like I, I, I yeah, we're super weird. So that's don't don't, don't go off of it. That's not uh, investment advice right there. <laughs> yeah, it's super weird, but yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. But um, do, nice. do you have anything else you want to add? Um, if it was for the PC. I'd uh, I'd love to find the uh, the trend twenty seventeen Chrome autograph. I think there's a one of one. I think one exists. I think there is like a super factor. It, it, yeah, uh, parallel to to one of one. But if they're not, there's definitely one to eleven, which I've never seen it. Never seen ever. It's like a red. I think it's red um, oh, to okay. eleven autograph PSA ten trend. Because I don't know if you saw my submission video. I got an orange one back, and um, uh, it uh, Trent Alexander Arnold. Everyone who doesn't know is my favorite player. Oh, and, is he? Uh, so he's he's amazing, yeah, man. Yeah, so if it was for the PC, I'd love one of those because that Chrome set is amazing as well. I think that's I, I love the 2017 Chrome. I love it. Yeah, 2017 Chrome is so beautiful. Like, and people it's are sleeping so on TAA, fun. man. TAA is uh, he's elite. Yeah, I mean he he's um he's top five most valuable players in Premier League right now. He's only and he's 22 and he's, he's won a Champions League in the Premier League already. That's he's elite, bro. He's elite. I mean, yeah. <sighs> I listened up. to uh, Gary Neville today on Sky oh, yeah? Sports. Um, uh, and he was mentioning about how how Robertson's a more complete player in terms of his like he's more defensive, he's a better defender. Okay. And he was saying uh, he said that if Trent can can emulate Robertson in terms of his consistency defensively and going forward, then he can be one of the best players we've ever seen. I I, I mean yeah I, I agree. It's just he's 22, you know, so it's hard to be it's hard to be consistent at that young of an age. Yeah, I agree. In the EPL you know how, of all places. You know how we talk about how players like Roberto Carlos revolutionised the game. I think I think if Trent continues in the way he's going, then he can be seen the, the next stage of the, the progression of that position and generally how teams play in, in this day and age. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Liverpool fullbacks are so good at like the early crosses. It's just insane. Yeah. It's just insane how oh, they just... Those early crosses are oh. just beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. But. And it, his switch of plays are amazing. So amazing. Yeah. And, and also, I mean, in my opinion, he pocketed Ronaldo in, in the Champions League final. <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, we, we didn't win, so I can't really talk about it. Right, right, right. But yeah, anyways, <laughs> guys, um, Joe, do you want to add anything else just to the podcast in general? Um, uh, no, thank you so much for having me on. Um, I signed anything the best really is like the, the first place I check uh, my information. So keep, make sure you check these guys out. Yeah, man, I, I really appreciate love, man. Uh, I know we've been talking for a while and it's been, I've been dying to get you on the podcast. It's just been, we're so busy, but like since the right. winter break has been kind of come, you know, uh, kind of sp- yeah. Hey, let us like breathe it was great to get you on but um guys make sure to follow joe he has an instagram and youtube at jojo jms um he's yep. been featured on a lot of different websites and everything like if you just just google him i mean you, you'll he'll <laughs> pop up so yeah but, i think i might yeah but anyways guys make sure to rate and subscribe that would mean the world to us that's how it keeps our podcast alive and gets to other people with that being said i love you guys talk to you guys soon <laughs>